Welcome guys, my name is Joseph Anderson, also known on Instagram as the It's Possible Guy. For the reason I, I believe almost everything we want in life really is possible. Now, the original idea for a podcast, which I, I still might do, is uh, was actually around the It's Possible Guy type theme. But there was something else that kind of just spoke to me, and that is what the title of this podcast is now it's happy and single and i want you to notice how happy is before the word single like it doesn't matter if we're single married or whatever and and i expect you know some of the listeners on this podcast will be you know married etc that's okay you you you'll get you'll get plenty out of it you'll just have to relate it a little bit to yourself And one other thought that you're going to notice in this, there's going to be quite a few pauses in my voice. And in those pauses, I really believe, like, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call your version of God, like for me, it's Heavenly Father, and then there's the Spirit that's able to teach me. And I, and I believe the Spirit really is the teacher. So it's in those quiet silences that whatever your highest power is can teach you. But I'll generally be using the words Heavenly Father and the Spirit, so hopefully that doesn't offend you. If it does, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but that's how we're taught. So expect to hear plenty of those pauses. You know, where this, where this podcast really originates from, you know, for so many years of my life, I was actually just not happy. Like, I felt there was something wrong with me because I wasn't married. And, and I'm actually going to lead off this. I'm, I'm really just going to start quoting from an article that I wrote because it really tells my story. And then we'll kind of see where it goes from there. And that's probably what a lot of these are going to be is you're just going to kind of see where it goes. Because I believe when we start to open our mouth, when we start to write, when we start to, when we start taking action in the direction that we want to go, that's when we're pointed and led. It is so much easier for Heavenly Father and the Spirit to guide us. It, it kind of like, like a, a train. It would take a lot of work to start moving a train. But, and I know this is, you know, somebody else's metaphor that's been used for years. But, but it's so much easier once the train's moving. If all, if all Heavenly Father has to do is come over and just pull this little lever to switch our track. Hey. That's per- like, it's much easier for him to do that. And I believe with us, all you got to do is start moving in the right direction. You really just have to show up. When you show up, amazing things begin to happen. Yeah, this, this podcast is even a great example of that. Like, I've had the microphone I'm using for a year. It's sat in my closet for a year. And then all of a sudden on Sunday, I just kind of had this idea. I was watching this really cool inspirational conference. It's called, uh, it's called General Conference, which our church has every six months. And that, that evening, I just had this cool idea of, hey, you know what? Let's actually do this podcast that I've thought about doing for a while. And so I picked up the microphone and I started yesterday and I actually really, really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I played around with it and just kind of had some fun and was totally all over the place. As you'll probably... You gotta bear with me on that part. But you know, even in the all overness of life, like enjoy it. Enjoy the messiness of life. 
for example, if I came in here and I tried to be perfect, then I actually will get to this article. But if, if I tried to be the perfect podcaster, I tried to say the perfect things and have all my notes in front of me. But other than this article, I have like nothing in front of me right now. Like, it's not allowing that spirit to come through me. Each of you has this, this inner creative voice, which, which I call the inner voice. Which when you allow it to talk, it talks. Vincent Mangello once said something along the lines of, if a voice inside you says that you, you're not a painter, paint, and that voice will be silenced. If I could tell you how true that principle is, when we're moving in the right direction, it's amazing what happens. I, I don't want to go ter- terribly off on that tangent, but I wanted to start reading a little bit of this article I wrote. And like I said, it's called Be Happy Now. And if, if you want to find it, it's just josephanderson.co, not .com, .co, backslash the number five four. And it says, for many years, I lived in this not-so-magical place called Happy Winnie Land. Maybe you too have visited this place, sitting, dreaming, for that magical day when you would get married make more money, or just be a a super totally awesome, successful person. I too found myself taking frequent visits to Happy Winnie Land. I spent so much time in Happy Winnie Land that I had a nice comfortable shack where I could just sit and stew over how great my life was, and how I couldn't be happy until my life was nearly perfect. When I was visiting, I I would say things like, I'll be happy when I get married. I'll be happy when I make more money. Or even, I'll be happy when I get that next new shiny toy. I believe for so long that my happiness would come from something outside of me. Now, after taking all these trips to Happy Winnieland, I gotta tell you, it's so overrated and really not worth the drive, the stress, or the worry, which is how we pay for it. The trips that I take to Happy Winnieland have become much less frequent. Think about for yourself, when is the last time that you took your own trip to Happy Winnie Land? What was it that you thought you needed in order to be happy? And once you got it, did it make you happy? I I remember a a friend that that he shared with me that he used to spend time in some of those those back-end clubs in Nashville. And he shared with me, he's like, this country artist A would be making $5.4 million. And so they would hate country artist B that was making $5.5 million. (gasps) Oh, heaven forbid, this person's making $100,000 more than me. Oh my goodness. He said that was real. It is so amazing how, you know, the, the same way I believe there's a God, I believe there's an adversary that seeks our destruction called Satan. And, but, you know, in, in this sense, I actually call it the inner voice is when we have that powerful voice, the spirit speaking to us. And we're having those other thoughts, just the crazy thoughts. I actually call them crazy leprechaun thoughts. And, it, and that's based on a, uh, it's based on a Simpsons episode where one of the characters named Ralph, who's a little bit off, uh, he, had, he has his leprechaun show up on his shoulder and he's like, I, and then he tells everyone else, like, I see a leprechaun. He tells me to burn things. 
And then at the end of the episode, the leprechaun shows up on his shield and he's like, Aye, laddie! Burn the house down! Burn them all! And, uh, but, so we have this crazy leprechaun uh, thoughts on our shoulders, and we don't even have to, like, work really hard to silence that voice. The voice is gonna be there at times. Just let it be. And just don't pay any attention to it. But coming back to this article, I don't even remember exactly where I was at, but, oh, here we go. Did it make you happy? My guess is that it did not. As little fun as Happy Winnieland really is, some people find themselves going over and over. I know I did. Some go so much they even purchase the season-long pass. However, it's really just like a rundown theme park. And on the picture for this article, I actually put a picture of a rundown theme park. Where everyone is sad and continues to say things like, I'll, be, I'll only be happy when I... People walk around with clouds over their heads. And it's constantly raining. And people are kind of miserable. However, there's a much better place that I have discovered. Call Happy Now Land. In this place, people walk around with smiles. They treat everyone kindly. They find joy in themselves. And in the growth and progress that they have made in this life. Regardless of where they are, al are already. Where they thought they should be. There's laughter, there are smiles, and there is hope. As all of the people that still haven't reached what they believe is their ideal destination in life are learning to find joy in the moment. Most people believe they need something in order to be happy. People continue to chase thing after thing, looking to find happiness instead of realizing that happiness is right where you stand. I remember in the movie Cool Runnings, a scene where Irv tells Darice, A gold medal is a wonderful thing. But if you're not enough without one, you'll never be enough with one. As I said above, I thought I, thought I needed that gold medal in order to be happy. For most of my life, I have longed to be married to the girl of my dreams and have a family. Just to clarify, I don't mean get married to anybody. I am totally opposed to that. I, I, in, our, in our church, there's an often quoted quote that says, any two people can make it work, which I actually hate that quote. I love the quote that comes right before it, which basically says, do everything in your power to find the person that's the most compatible to you. Anyways, back to this. Maybe you can relate. I would often allow this to be a source of great frustration for me. The thought that I wasn't married would be on my mind continuously accompanying me constantly like a pesky swarm of gnats. As I attempted to go on with my life, I was so frustrated. Being single much past 23 or so, even 23 did not fit my timeline. I, I did. I thought I was going to, in our church, we serve, you know, most young men serve missions for two years in a foreign country. I went to Brazil and I thought I'd come home and instantly get married and move on with my life. That was not Heavenly Father's plan for me. <laughs> we'll, we'll learn about that on another one. But, but that did not fit my timeline. Not even close. I even held the constant thought in my head that it wasn't worth working hard and making lots of money because I had no one to share it with. I know it sounds a bit absurd, but that was one of the constant crazy leprechaun thoughts in my head. 
like I said, they're thoughts that we have that seem really, really silly when you just pause and think about them for a moment. And also, the, the way you can tell the difference between the crazy leprechaun thoughts and your inner voice, crazy leprechaun thoughts leaves you feeling anxious, frustrated, upset, panic, and the inner voice always leaves you feeling peace. Always leaves you feeling peace. That's how, that's how you're able to tell the difference. On top of my own, oh, another a quote from my mentor, Michael Neal, says, the voice of God does not think you suck. Remember that. If you're ever having yucky thoughts or crazy leprechaun thoughts, they're not coming from your highest power. They're not coming from Heavenly Father. But on top of my own desires, I, I felt an extraordinary amount of pressure from people in my culture. Now, if you're not familiar with the culture of the, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, um, people really do. They get married like crazy, crazy young. Now it's probably going up a little bit, but many people get married very, very young. And there's a lot of pressure by the culture, not the church itself, but by the culture for people to get married right away and move on with their life. But I mean, I think there's even that outside, you know, outside of the church. It's just, there's a culture to just continue to go, go keep taking the next step, keeping taking the next step, keep taking the next step once you're married, you got to have a kid. And once you've had a kid, you got to have another kid and, and another kid and another kid. And then after that, your kids have to be successful. And after that, your kids, your kids, uh, your kids have to have grandkids. And then after that, you die. I mean, do we really want to race through all these steps knowing there's only one certain destination? I, we might think we do at times, but I don't think we really do. So, as I said, I, I felt an extraordinary amount of pressure from people in my culture. And, it, <sighs> you know, I even wrote in here, it says, we're talking the second their feet touch the ground when they return from their mission, that people expect them to get married. Okay, maybe not quite that soon, but they do get married pretty young. And, and because of my desire to get married and the pressure from family and culture, and you know, and also just seeing other people move on with their lives. When I was about 23, you know, my best friend at the time had just gotten had, had just gotten married. My sister had just was about to get married. Like, I just, I even just started dating a girl and got quickly engaged because I thought that's how it was. Fortunately, a few weeks later, I realized from Heavenly Father, through some incredible experiences, that that was not the girl for me. We were not a good fit. She's gone on and had, you know, had a wonderful life as far as I know, but, and, and we both knew that, like, I'm still grateful that I dated her because as silly as it sounds, it provided the contrast when I did start dating a girl that I had amazing chemistry with, I could tell the difference. Everything can be a blessing if we choose to make it that way. And, you know, the, the other thought on on this of where I had this experience where Heavenly Father said, hey, don't marry this person. It was an absolute stop sign. I, I believe regardless of your faith, regardless of your religion, or even if you have no religion, if you look to answers from a higher source, they will be there. And I have a friend that didn't trust that answer. And right before they were getting married, the Spirit told them, say no. And practice, and and the way she, she described it, screamed in their heads, say no now. And sadly, she said yes, and it ended up being many, many, many years of 
incredible pain even after their divorce. Trust, trust that inner voice above all else. No matter the culture, no matter the pressure, I promise you, you'll be a lot happier if you trust that inner voice. Looking back, I realized that I had just wanted to get on with my life and to the path that I was supposed to be on. I wanted to move on to the bigger and better things of life. As crazy as it sounds, I just wanted to be done with dating. I just wanted to continue my, move on with my progression in life and my eternal progression. And the more that I couldn't, the more frustrated that I became. And I mean, to be honest, at this time, even you know, looking back at years of my life, I mean, there was such a pressure. I, true story, I, I felt super, super old at the age of 25. And I remember a specific time I was hanging out with this very, very attractive girl in... Very, very attractive girl. And she was... You know, and she'd said a lot of things that, you know, basically... <laughs> looking back now, I'm crazy naive when it comes to dating and lots of stuff. But looking back now, like she was definitely showing interest. Definitely showing interest. But I remember one question that she asked me, and that was all I remembered from that night. And it was, how old are you? And I said, 25, and I thought I had died. I did. I, th I thought I had died. Like, I, I just... And that was all I remembered from that night. Now, what really happened that I happened to write in my journal that I just read, you know, a few months ago was, she said, oh, that's the perfect age. You know what you want to do and you kind of have your stuff together. But all I was thinking, like in this moment where she's trying to show interest, all I was thinking was, oh my goodness, I'm 25 years old. I remember it at a time when I was about 21 or 22 and I met this guy that was 25 and he was getting married to this 18 year old. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? You're not married by the time you're 25 and you're marrying an 18 year old. Well, kar karma's a beast. That's, that's all I could say there. But I did like, I, I thought I was so old. You know, it turns out that girl was actually super, super interested and, you know, she, she went on to actually marry, like, to, uh, you know, to marry an individual that I actually knew. But, and I don't know, like, I don't know if that was a missed road, if that was a missed opportunity. And for, like, and for a night or so, like, I felt super sad about that. I felt like, because this girl was awesome, <clears throat> you know, super awesome girl. And, and, you know, the funny thing, she was, you know, like, I went to... I went to a party of hers and, uh, you know, kind of like, I didn't think she was you know, paying enough attention to me. So I left and she was like devastated when I left, or at least that's what I remember. And I, and I didn't stay. I actually went, ended up going to a lame game night that night that wasn't even close to as good as hanging out with her. We, we miss, we miss some opportunities in life and that's okay. Like part of life is just not, not looking back, but looking forward. Like there are so many amazing opportunities in front of you that if you focus on can make you happy. I want to get back to this article because I'm also looking at the time of how long this has been going. 
See, we make up all kinds of things. It's like, oh my goodness, people aren't going to want to listen to this long. Okay, well, if they don't want to listen to this long, they just turn it off. Like, it's not, we, we, we make up all these things. You know, it, it's crazy. But what if the path I'm on right now was my path all along? What if I didn't have to beat myself up before? Because where I was at on my journey didn't match where I thought it should be. What if I could have been a bit more understanding and kinder to myself, regardless of what other people thought of me? When I followed that quote that I mentioned about Brigham Young, I only care about Heavenly Father's opinion of me and my opinion of me, it gives me peace. And when I was trying to force my path to work out faster, I ended up making some really silly decisions. How often do we want, to, want so badly to move on with our lives? that we make some pretty silly decisions. Looking back in this moment, I've realized that most of the decisions that I have tried to rush in have come down to the thought that my life is not moving as quickly as I want it to. I should have already been married. I should have already been a millionaire. I should already have my dream house, my dream car, etc. As I reflect on my life, I realize that if I would have had the path I wanted, I would have missed out on so many amazing opportunities in my life. I would have missed out on so many different experiences. Think about it for yourself. If you had gotten what you had thought you had wanted, what would you have missed out on? I am so grateful for that spirit, that small inner voice that leads and guides us down the best, best paths for us. Your best path is not somebody else's best path. And the sooner you understand that, the happier you will be. I love the scripture, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart, and lean not to thy own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. When we allow that inner voice to guide us, it really does take us down that path. If you think about it in your life, weren't some of the hardest things that you ever went through often past that the still small voice told you no, and you went and did it anyways? I know mine have been. Your path will eventually work out and it will open up. Now, there's a beautiful song. It's by Stephen Curtis Chapman and it's called Glorious Unfolding. And especially at some of the hardest times of my life, I've listened to that song a ton. So if this happens to get to Stephen Curtis Chapman, thank you. Uh, Heavenly Father will place the people in your life that you need. I know he has done this for me. As I mentioned, one of those things was with Michael Neal. And now I get to the actual part of the, the story about my past life. Like three years ago, while I was having a conversation with Michael Neal, he asked me what I wanted. And I told him three things that I wanted, but I can't remember exactly what they were. But then I added, Michael, I just want to feel okay. As mentioned above, I felt that without being married, I could never feel okay. Michael helped me realize it was just the thought that I wasn't okay unless I was married, that prevented me from being happy, and without that thought that I could be happy. This was the start of a massive change in my happiness meter, if you can call it that. Back then, I was 33, single, and not where I wanted to be in my life. Today, I'm 30, th 35 when I wrote this article. Now I'm 36, but today I'm 36 and not exactly where I want to be in life. But there is one very big difference between then and now. I am incredibly happy. 
yes, I have challenges, but I have realized that most of them are just created by my thoughts. As a wise man named Sid Banks once said, we're only ever one new thought away from a completely different experience of being alive. Three years ago, I wouldn't have said that I was happy. But now I am incredibly happy. Of course I still have my days that I get riled up or get frustrated. That's just part of life. I just don't broadcast that to the world. So if I ever seem too happy, too optimistic, etc., forgive me. Like I, I, do have, I do have my bad days. I just don't broadcast them to the world because I just don't. When we allow ourselves to go back to a place of quiet and stillness, our mind is able to settle and we are able to have a wonderful feeling. Without all the thinking in your head about where you think you're supposed to be, you're fine. And when we have that wonderful feeling, we are at peace. There is a really cool scripture in the Book of Mormon. In uh, 2 Nephi 2.27, it was a prophet, Nephi, that says, or maybe it was Lehi, one of the two, says, men are that they might have joy. That is our life purpose. I'm guessing that also means women. We are meant to live in a state of joy, no matter what is going on in your life. And I'd throw in their gratitude also. When you understand that everything is just thought, life becomes kinder and you become happier. We must trust in Heavenly Father in that still, small voice. Because by not trusting it, has your life really worked out the way you wanted? He is truly guiding you down the best paths. And sometimes those paths just take a little bit longer. If my life had gone the way I wanted to, there is a good chance I would have never met Michael Neal. If I had not been in a frustrated place when Michael Neal was presented to me, I would have not subscribed to almost anything he said. Because I was all about doing more and setting goals and being powerful. I, I gotta be honest, like, I, I'm happy now even, like, I do enjoy doing things that make me feel like I've done something, but I can also be happy without. I would have never met one of the greatest mentors of my life if my life had worked out how I wanted. <laughs> and especially because if, if, if any of you actually know me, like, you would probably understand that, well, in, in my, let's put it this way, in my industry, like, people generally swear a ton. And for a long time, that really bothered me. I mean, especially like extreme swearing, but like I've, I've just learned to accept that. It's okay. We have to love people for where they're at, not for where we think they should be at. And that, and that even, and that's even true in dating. Don't, don't expect someone to be somebody you're not they're not it's like it's like the story of the scorpion and the frog like <laughs> this you know the frog helps the scorpion out of across the across the river and he still stings him looks well, a scorpion that's what he does let people be themselves and don't judge them 
if I had prematurely judged my mentor, oh my goodness. Like I would just, I, I would have missed out on one of the greatest things in the world. And I'd miss out on tons of amazing friendships that I have. Like, don't put ourselves so much in a box that everything has to fit in there. Happiness actually comes when we allow and accept other people for who they are. And, ex- and also, happiness comes when we allow and accept ourselves for who we are. But I decided to trust in Heavenly Father's timing and the thinking around that faded you know, of having to be married to be happy. I began to understand that I wasn't going to get the popular cookie-cutter life of my culture. And I accepted that. Instead, I got the Frodo Baggins-type adventure. If you're not familiar with that reference, it's Lord of the Rings. Where I started one heck of a journey, not even knowing the exact route or destination. And that's okay. More importantly on this journey, I've learned I'm okay exactly as I am. There is nowhere that I need to get to, no destination that I need to, need to arrive. And yes, I am still single, 36, and I'm okay. And better than okay. As I finally allowed myself to not worry about any more made-up time frames, I am happier than I have ever been. And that is available to you. I don't know what you're going through. I actually plan on using this article just as a starter, like using it for like five minutes to read it, but apparently there's been a lot more that's needed to be said. It has taken a very long journey for myself and many, many painful, terribly painful experiences. I've been hurt just like all of you guys. I've been, you know, I've been canceled on on dates. I've been told no. I've been rejected. I've been what? Insert it there. I've even been rejected from experiences that I felt like super, super strongly about. I felt that inner voice just saying on fire, this is the direction to go. And having it totally blow up in my face. But it's okay. When we stop making everything into a thing and adding labels onto it, then it just is. I know that I'm in the exact right place in my life and have so many cool things happening in my life. And when I stopped worrying about the time frame around my life, success, and my life's success, I was able to just be me, happy, glorious me, living the greatest life adventure ever. Quick funny story about the greatest life adventure ever. Um, it possibly is my fault that we're having this whole uh, pandemic of 2020. Because I may or may not have, but I definitely did have the theme, one of them for 2020 as the greatest adventure ever. Yeah, we, we gotta be more specific. Like, we gotta be a lot more specific with what we uh, choose to say and what we choose to do. Because it just is probably a lot smarter. So... If this is my fault, I do apologize, but you know, it, it, it all, it all fought in seriousness. Like life really is. It is the greatest adventure ever. One of my favorite movies is Hook. And at the very end, he says to live is the greatest adventure ever. So join me, join me in this place 
of happiness is much better than happy Winnieland that I used to go to. You really can be happy now. Take some time today just for you and just being quiet and just be still. And you will eventually begin to have a beautiful feeling. And you will feel that peace and joy and the start of happiness. Now, and here's the tagline I kind of use on my articles. It says, just start now. Because it's always better than never. When you start, you make the impossible possible. That's why I call myself the It's Possible Guy. Everything is possible. Including finding happiness in singlehood. You know, and now moving towards the wrapping up of this of this uh, episode one. Man, I, I seriously can't believe I'm doing this. Oh my gosh, this is just so funny. Um, because that's how life works. Like we just have an impression and when we, when we run with it, we could really enjoy it. We could really be happy. We could really, really, really love our lives. The other thing is, and I just want to add, I don't want to go into a whole nother thing about it. But the gist of it is, the reason oftentimes that I've noticed that we're frustrated is because not only are we upset and frustrated that our life hasn't worked, but we're not doing the things necessary to make it work. Now, if, if you really want to get into a relationship, Make yourself as attractive as possible and then leave everything else alone. Nothing else matters because the more attractive that you make yourself, the and do it for you. Don't do it because you want someone else. Start doing those things that you want. Like I, I wanted to play guitar for the past 20 years and I did off and on. But about a month ago, I started actually playing every day, and go figure, I'm actually getting better. Well, there'll definitely be a there'll definitely be a podcast about that because we've got some really cool experiences and stories. Just be happy today. Find find a reason to be happy. You know, and 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 I just want to say if this if this resonates with you. If this has resonated with you today and there's somebody that you feel you could share it with, you could even like secretly share them with, share it with them, just kind of throw it on Facebook and say, oh man, I loved this. And, uh, and, and, I, and I promise like the, these, these podcasts will, will get better and because that's just the nature of how things work. The longer we spend time doing things, the better it gets. The more engaged you are in living a life that you love of which you can, at least the things that you can sort of control, you're going to be happier. So once again, my name is Joseph Anderson. Follow me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And uh, thanks so much for, thanks so much for tuning in to the first episode of, of Happy and Single. And also if you guys have any suggestions or any questions that you want answered in any of these podcasts. Because I actually do really well when somebody asks me a question and I can kind of just riff off that. Then I just go ahead and 
you can message me on my contact form at josephanderson.co. There's a contact form. Feel free to just message me through that, and that'll go directly to my email. And who knows, your question your question might be featured and in the contact form if you do want you know, your name to be featured for whatever reason, because some people like to be shouted out on these things, then just say, hey, I'd love, I'd love if you shout out my, you know, my first name or whatever. Anyways. So thanks again for joining us. And uh, yeah, just, just go be happy now. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.